1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right,
2: good morning. Welcome into the show. And because Tom DeCelestino is awesome at his job, fine. Happy hump day. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter, sports Writer. Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. We've got Buy or Sell coming up this hour with with Mr. DeCelestino. A fake phone call to uh, discuss later in the the show. I'm going to hit some TV with Tom. You know the old fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, Fool, fool me, can't fool me again? I feel that way 50 times over with Star Wars. I used to like Star Wars, now it's stupid. there's another new Star Wars show out on on one of these, you know, streaming channels that they're telling me is good, maybe we'll watch it. If you want to, uh, tweet at Mr. DeCelestino, the executive producer of this show, at DeCel, D-E-C-E-L, cbs. I'm on there at SportsRider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. The New York Yankees are in free fall it has been ugly it has been embarrassing they are at the bottom of that division and to talk about that and other things around major league baseball is our friend Jerry Harrison Jr 16 year MLB veteran MLB analyst in fact i was sitting around the other day i was at some bar and i was with some buddies i didn't mean to do this like name drop but i was at you know i was at, i was at Manhattan Beach post in Manhattan Beach California and i looked up and there was Jerry but they were at the ballpark and i go Jerry and everybody turned to look well, is there a, oh, no, it's just, I just know that he's a really good guy, and he's really good at his job. And he's joining me now. Jerry, I like them having you guys on set at the ballpark. That was cool,
1: dude. No, I, I really like that, too, especially the energy of that ballpark with the yeah. fans. Uh, and obviously, it's great during the regular season, but during playoff time, that place is rocking. I mean, loud. And sometimes on set, John and, and Nomar and I, we can't hear us, us talk because it's so loud there. But the, the energy there is second to none. It is such a great vibe. Um, a little different feeling
2: on the other side of the country, Jerry, where the Yankees have now lost nine in a row. They're on track to finish last in that division for the first time since the early 1990s. I mean, just you could down the list of, of problems for the Yankees. W- what is, has what is gone wrong? What is going on with this Yankees team?
1: Well, obviously the injuries have, have killed them. Have uh, really hurt them. Losing Aaron Judge for quite some time. I know he's back now. But uh, losing him uh, for nearly, what, two, two months or so really hurt their offense. Their pitching staff has been kind of hit with injuries as well. And, you know, they have a, a guys like a DJ LeMay who has, hasn't performed up to his capabilities because of his injury. Uh, the Anthony Rizzo injury has really hurt them as well. Ever since he collided with Fernando Tatis Jr., he's just never been the same. Anytime you're dealing with concussion, you're just not right. So the injuries has hurt them. Uh, I think they need more back-to-ball skills uh, in that lineup. Uh, they strike out way too much. Uh, it's just unfortunate because I thought, you know, heading into the season, I was really hoping for a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. I think everybody was, but I should say people in New York and in and, and L.A. But it's just been its just been tough to see. You know, they're just not playing good baseball. Uh,
2: Jerry Harrison Jr. here uh, on the show. Jerry, look, look if you had said – that the Rays were going to be atop that division over the Yankees, okay. Or, or the Blue Jays, fine. But what a surprise, at least for for me. And, and what a fun team to watch that the Orioles have been. Is there any kind of takeaway or lesson for other organizations? Because obviously Baltimore was bad for a long time. They are in a division that is historically very, very, very difficult because of New York and because of the Red Sox and the other teams that I, that I've mentioned. Is there an overarching reality... For baseball, watching the Orioles sit where they sit now?
1: Scouting is extremely important. I, I, I think, I, you know, I never understood why teams have let go of scouts, especially scouts that have a proven track record. In order to be, you know, a, a team that obviously competes in the big leagues and have a chance to win, you have to have a sustainable farm system. You have to have guys that are coming up just about every year, maybe one guy a year that can help your ball club. Uh, your farm system is extremely important. Everybody talks about the Dodgers, you know. Oh, they're a big market team. Well, yes, they are, but they rely on their scouts. They 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 rely on drafting guys the right way, making sure they get them in the, in their system and to develop them. And I think the Orioles the last couple of years have done an incredible job not only with the draft, but also signing guys uh, internationally. I know that you know they had a, a 10 to 15 year period where they really struggled at that. But the last couple of years, they've really done a good job and developing. You have to have guys in the minor league system, uh, guys that understand how to develop guys. So when they get called up to the big leagues, they'll be able to perform. And the Orioles have figured that out uh, the last four or five years, and they have thrived. you got Gunnar Henderson, kid. You know, I, I just oh, he's love so good. the way he plays, man. I, yeah. He is a gamer, man. And, you know, I think the other day he was getting kind of criticized. Uh, for you know, legging out that double because he was a single shy of the of the cycle, he said, "Man, forget that. I'm going for a double. I'm a, I'm a baller." And that just just goes to show what kind of character this guy has. Uh, and he's just so fun to watch, Man, Every time, you know, I have the package on my phone, so every time I see the Orioles, I'm seeing if Gunnar Henderson's at the plate. You know, he's one of those guys I love to watch.
2: Uh, Jerry, you, you obviously played for the Dodgers in your career, you're a Dodgers analyst now, you're at Dodgers Stadium a lot, you're around that team, and you're as connected as anybody I know. They're, they're certainly from a distance, and I still know people from and around that organization from my time working at, at a radio station in L.A. that, 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 that airs Dodgers games. certain There's Not arrogance, but there's certainly a confidence that I've heard in, in the possibility of the Dodgers signing Shohei Ohtani, when he's a free agent this coming off offseason. Uh, what is your confidence level? What is the, the degree of likelihood you think Shohei will just move a little north and go from the Angels
1: to the Dodgers between this season and next? I mean, I think my confidence is high, but, you know, I don't know him. I know he's kind of a mystery a little bit, at least that's what I've heard. He, he always plays everything basically close to the vest. Um, I, I mean, I would love to say the Dodgers. Have an incredible chance of signing him, but you, you never know. Um, if I was him, now, I, I, this is just me, I would look at the landscape and look at teams that have had track records the last five, seven, eight years on not just being, you know, having a chance to win every year, but having a farm system. Do they, do they have that sustained success? And if you look over just across the way, the Dodgers have done that. And o- Otani saw what happened at the World Baseball Classic. He got a chance to, to taste winning during the World Baseball Classic, which was incredible. Baseball went through the roof. And I think he figures, you know what, i become a Dodger. You know, I have not only help next season and in, in, in the following season, but we're going to have a farm system that, that can put me in the playoffs just about every year and have a chance to win. so I think the Dodgers have as good a chance as any to land Shohei Otani.
2: Uh, Jerry, obviously there there have been other teams that have been mentioned and a lot of the focus. You're right, nobody knows. Uh, The Giants have been mentioned. Seattle's been mentioned. The Padres have been mentioned. And and maybe three or four months ago, if you told the general fan or radio host that Shohei was going to leave the Angels, which isn't said yet, but that's the presumption, San Diego would have been high on the list of, of possible places. Right now, at least on paper, where they live, they are, what, seven games under 500. They have been, I think you could argue, one of the more disappointing teams in in the sport, and yet their analytics are pretty good. I mean, I know you don't live in the numbers; you live in the win loss column. But they, the, the analytics are pretty strong. Their expected win loss is, is different than it is. Their their plus minus in terms of run scored is is the second best in, in that division. I guess all of that to say this: what the hell is going on with the Padres?
1: A- analytics are something else. It's very tricky. You know, I Theo Epstein. I gave a speech I think recently. At least I saw it recently. He said the more he got into the game, he realized, you know, he used to view players as assets and only assets. But when he started to win, he used both as far as the analytics and the heartbeats, understanding the players, understanding the guys like a Dustin Pedroia. Because Dustin Pedroia, he wasn't an analytic guy, but he was a gamer. He was a baller. You have to have a mixture of both. And the Dodgers do an incredible job of doing that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they they get guys – that, yes, they use analytics. They want to make sure they're the most prepared team, but they go take a chance on David Peralta, who just came off a back surgery. They go get a Jason Hayward. Okay, he's down the last couple years, but we can help revamp their swing and put him in the situation to succeed, and he's thriving. We go get a Kiki Hernandez, who's struggled a little defensively with the Red Sox, struggled a little bit with the bat with the Red Sox, but we put him in the right environment. With our information, he could thrive here. So, the Dodgers, yes, they use analytics, but they also use character. They want to make sure the guys they get, they have character, and they'll be able to fit in this clubhouse. Now, if, if they don't think they could, they could fit in this clubhouse, they don't even entertain those type of guys. Even though the analytics say, well, hey, well, he hits the ball this certain way or he throws the ball this certain way, that's great and all. But if he can't fit in this, in, in this clubhouse and what we're trying to do, we won't even take a look at him. That's one of the things that the Dodgers do an incredible job about, making sure, yes, use analytics, but also look for character guys and make sure they're in this clubhouse.
2: Jerry, if you're a Brewers fan or you're a I don't know, you know, a a Cubs fan if you want to believe that they can that they're going to get in or you're just one of these teams that aren't the Dodgers, is there an argument you can make, maybe the history of the sport where we've seen teams win 100 and many games and, and flame out in the playoffs? Is there any matchup you see, any reality you see that would give you even a little confidence that the Braves can be taken down by somebody other than the Dodgers when we get to postseason baseball?
1: I mean, right now, the Braves and the Dodgers are, are the classiest team. Now, with baseball, anything can happen. You know, I just saw the Brewers, you know, about a week or so ago. That Corbin Burns kid. when he's on, he is nasty. So if you get a team that is hot on the mound, you get a couple guys that are just flat-out dealing, it's kind of like a a hockey goalie, right? If a a hockey goalie's on his game and he's shutting everybody down, that team is tough to beat. Baseball has always been interesting in, in that, where you can get a team that gets hot at the right time. You can have a hot pitching staff, a hot bullpen, and they can shut you down for a couple days and before you know it. You're behind three games of one in the series, and they find a way to win that that fourth game. That said, no question about it, the two teams to beat in the National League: Atlanta Braves, Dodgers. They are so good. Uh, Jerry Harrison Jr. on the show, World Series
2: champion, longtime Major Leaguer, Dodgers analyst here in L.A., and one of the two co-hosts of Hollywood Swinging, a great podcast you should check out. The latest uh, dropped a couple days ago. Cedric the Entertainer was the guest jerry as always buddy i I appreciate you man i I love having you on to talk some baseball and i'm looking forward to uh, i know we got a little ways to go but i'm looking forward to a little postseason baseball because my kids are becoming rabid or my son dodgers fans and apparently i'm required to take them to playoff games so maybe i will come by and say hi at the set when we uh when we get out there come september
1: i would love to see you guys out there and you what your kids they're very intelligent yes (laughs) <laughs> Dodger baseball games in the postseason is the place to be. Can't wait to see you guys out there. Thank you, buddy. Jerry Harrison Jr. on the show. Yeah, I love my son just
2: being like, I want to go to Dodgers playoff games. Yeah, man. Me and everybody else. The thing is, I think my kid has realized. I think Henry knows Tom. I think he, he just inherently understands. When a son asks a father to take him to a baseball game, it's hard to say no. I can say no. He wanted to go to the Super Bowl last year. He wants to go to the Super Bowl this upcoming year. I'm like, okay, well may I, okay, bro. But a baseball game, I feel this fatherly requirement?
3: Yes, I mean, especially if the little dude is going to say, hey, Dad, are we looking up at the players? Oh, you remember that? I love that line. Up at the players or down at the players? That is the
2: best line ever. Oh, my God. Bro, do you see your rich friends here? (laughs) Like, we're looking down at the players like normal people, buddy. Oh, my gosh. I mean,
3: I was at at Wrigley last week. I could barely see the players from my seats.
2: Now, you're not going to... But it was a great experience. Right? Absolutely, it was awesome. You're not going to probably appreciate what I'm about to say to you the same way that you should, but one the hardest ticket in America to get right now for sports is a ticket to see Leo Messi. The 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 cheapest seats you can get out there are about 700 bucks a person for terrible seats. And uh, I think I'm I think I snagged an invite to like on the field level friend of Henry's. Like yeah. invited Henry and then I just got the invite yesterday. Whoa, that's oh, big. That's oh, huge. Yeah. The problem is he is literally going to be looking up at Leo Messi. <laughs> so I told Lori, I go, I, can we just not let him go? So we. she's like, you got to let him go. He's never going to want to go to a sporting event with me ever again.
4: Never,
3: never.
2: What do I do when my, when my 11-year-old turns to me someday and says, why are we sitting here, pauper? <laughs> Ground him. Apologize. <laughs> That's going to be an interesting situation. It is going to be fascinating. All right. We. I, I, by the way, you are just an extraordinary producer. Hope you know that. You're a friend. You're a great guy. No need for fake phone calls or anything else for that matter. Just you are pre. What's wrong? You appreciate it. I appreciate you. There
3: was no fake call. I don't know what you're I know. talking about.
2: I don't think there was either. That's why there's no need for him. I picked up the phone. I talked to a real human. <laughs> so I mean to you. Okay, guy listens, though. I appreciate the. the I loved I loved D-Cell. I don't remember his name. Apparently, half the time, that was bad. A uh, house buy or sell today? What's the? Can you give me like the sort of vibe, the feeling, the sensation of it? Uh, I think I wrote my longest question ever. That is a major. St- okay, uh, we have Tom Pretty Daddy De Celestinos buy or sell Opus? Coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. But first, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions over career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want when you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values. It's like anything, the more you practice it, the easier it gets. And therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life. So you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. You know... We've all been through some unpredictable times over the last few years, and it's not a sign of weakness at all to just ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let Therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer. That's R-E-I-T-E-R, my last name today, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash writer
0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Welcome back to Writer Than You. Take the train, my friend. (laughs) The people are so mad. Not mad, they're just... They just, You all love Tom, and you know what it's like for me now. Thank you for your commiseration. On CBS Sports Radio. I mean, to be fair, it goes the other way sometimes. Sometimes people call in. Is Bill nice to you? Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling in, random listener. Tom's dead.
3: It was a real caller. It was I a real was. listener checking in on me to make sure I'm okay. Wellness check. Because he thought, you know, from time to time you could be a little hard on me wanted to he's make a, sure I was handling
2: everything okay. It's amazing the only phone call you've answered in the last three months was from a wellness check.
3: <laughs> That's not true either. Sure.
2: I know it's not true. Oh, I love Tom. He did not want to give me his name, though. But he was a longtime
3: listener. Yeah, he said he's been listening to you for years, even when you were doing uh, the show from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern.
2: I love that. Thanks, man. Whoever you are, stranger. And, I, and, and, and message heard. Even though most of your compatriots are urging the other the other instinct, I will be nicer to Tom.
3: Well, he said he laughs at it 95% of the time. The other 5%, he just was like, mm, you know, maybe D-Cell's having a bad day here. He seems to be taking it not so well,
2: so he wanted to check in on me. In fairness, I could hand Tom $10,000 without him having to streak, and he would have a, would you agree, a similar, like, oh, okay, thanks, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah,
3: I would find the negative in it.
2: Mm. All this cash I got to carry home?
3: <laughs> I
2: can't carry that on the train. It's, you want to hear something cool? Always. It's a sponsored thing. You ready? Give it to me. This portion of the show, Tom, is sponsored by the United States Postal Service, introducing USPS Ground Advantage, reliable and affordable two to five day package shipping. The United States Postal Service.
0: What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer
3: Than You. Bill, let's start things off where we always do in the NFL. A sideline clearing brawl erupted between the Eagles and the Colts during a joint practice yesterday, which actually ended up finishing the practice. It all started when Eagles center Jason Kelsey blindsided Zaire Franklin at the end of a play, dropping the Colts linebacker to the ground. Kelsey appeared not to be a fan of Franklin getting extra physical with running back Kenneth Gainwell on consecutive plays. Kelsey said this when he met the media afterwards.
0: We try and keep things civil on the field and I think for me, um, I pride myself on on being a guy that sustains the the emotion and the level of play out there and I let my emotions get the better of me. Um, That certainly doesn't belong out there on the field. And, uh, you know, just, you know, a little bit of shame that it, it got to that level and um, that that I did what I did. So, uh, certainly, you know, not happy about that. And you know, I think very highly of the guys that were out there in particular, 44 Zaire, I think, you know, he's a tremendous player. Um, I think all of their guys up front. And they brought a lot of intensity to the day, which made the practice intense and, you um, You know, I think uh, I didn't handle things properly there at the end.
3: Bill, buy or sell brawls are always a negative for teams.
2: I'm going to sell. and Sell. Also, let me ask you a question before I answer your question. A question within a question. Russian doll. Buy or sell, you think Travis Kelsey actually felt terrible about this? Sell. Yeah. Here's why. And I'm sure you followed this, but for folks that haven't, there have been, there's been some weird edginess this offseason with Kelsey toward his own teammates. And there's been some issues with, with Kelsey getting into fights and kerfuffles with actual Chiefs on the defensive end that have resulted in him saying things like, I've got to be a leader. I think this is a very smart, strategic move where, at the end of the day, Travis Kelsey went to bat for one of his guys. I know he went to bat for one of his own offensive players. But, Tom, I like... I don't think it's always a negative because this is a bonding thing, and it's Travis Kelsey saying to his entire team whatever happened in practice, whatever happened in the preseason, I got your back. And that's what that is 100% what leaders do. Oh, it's Jason Kelsey. Both oh, Kelsey I totally screwed that up.
3: Both Kelsey brothers very feisty. Maybe something's going on with them. Ooh,
2: Kelsey problems.
3: Yeah. Both of them getting You can into just f-
2: jump in there when I totally screwed that up. But Tom was like frantically texting me. You can just make, "Hey bro, you got the." Uh,
3: well, no, but here. you're you're absolutely right about Travis. Earlier in training camp, he yeah, yeah. did get into fights with his teammates and then said I got to be a better leader. Jason now fighting the other team, acting remorseful but not exactly giving an apology? Yeah, I look, I
2: I don't think guys are ever actually feel bad. If you take your helmet off and another guy takes his helmet off and you jack him in the face, and maybe there's remorse there. But guys being physical in football, I don't think so. No, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any hard feelings. All right, Bill. Buy or sell that I'm struggling today to remember who you are and who Jason Kelsey is. Bye. More so just me than Jason Kelsey. See, but do you feel less offended now? Uh, yes, actually. Yes. There we go. Yes, I do. It works.
3: All right. I want you to settle in because this might actually is be this the, big the, boy? the longest question I've ever written. Okay,
2: hold on. All right, I'm ready. All right, you
3: good? College football. Former USC star Reggie Bush will officially file a defamation lawsuit against the NCAA later today, reportedly. Now, according to Bush's lawyers, quote, the lawsuit is based on an NCAA maliciously attacking his character through a completely false and highly offensive statement that was widely reported in the media and substantially and irreparably damaged his reputation, end quote. Now, I know what you're thinking, Bill. So what's the statement in question? Well, back in July of 2021, the NCAA released a statement that read, and this was all regarding Bush trying to get back his 2005 Heisman Trophy. That's why the NCAA released this statement that I'm about to read. Quote, Although college athletes can now receive benefits for their name, image, and likeness through activities like endorsements and appearances, the NCAA rules still do not permit pay-for-play type arrangements. The NCAA infractions process exists to promote fairness in college sports. The rules that govern fair play are voted on, agreed to, and expected to be upheld by all NCAA school members. End quote. Buy or sell your team, Reggie Bush here, Bill. Uh, buy, I am
2: buy. I think the thing that I find most offensive about President Bush—that's old joke. Right? <laughs> I see I what you, you did there. there. Buy the notion and idea that people at the school, in positions of power, certainly in the program, football program, weren't aware if there were things to be aware of of whatever allegations there were against Reggie Bush is preposterous and the fact that so look i don't i don't smoke that's not my thing right uh, that's just not that's just not what i do but to me this is the equivalent of severely punishing and disparaging someone for getting high 5 years ago in a place where it's now legal the rules have changed reggie bush wouldn't have had to have allegedly paid for play right if the rules were what they are now if it hadn't been a system that was corrupt but the corruption flowed to athletic departments and the NCAA instead of the players. Having, and I'm not, I don't even want to get into this moral argument, but having to, to for any athletes, cheat a system that's unfair to bring in money is its own moral quandary. Let it go. Get past yourself, right? She says, Yeah, I'm Team Reggie Bush. Aren't you? I think most people are, don't you think? I think Reggie
3: Bush was the most exciting college football player I've ever seen in my life. Now, I obviously haven't been watching college football wow, as long ever. As he, he, that more than Tebow. Dude, that dude was a must watch TV. That more than Tebow? D- yeah, more than Tebow. Wow. For me, that guy was must watch TV. He deserves to has have his Heisman Trophy back. Like, I don't care. He got money, he got an apartment, he got 10 grand to furnish it. Like, I, I don't care what his family received. Like, I just don't care. Even if the rules changed, even if NIL, you know, if, 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 if the new rules weren't in place, I don't care. That dude was that good. Give him back his Heisman.
2: Yeah, it's amazing because it's so far removed and the level of, um, I think humiliation is fair, right? You also read what you sow and there are consequences for the decisions that you make. I just don't understand why I just don't understand why you'd even want to fight this battle now. It's another,
3: History has changed. It's things. another battle where the NCAA you know has egg on their face.
2: Like, what are you doing here? I why? Know. I mean, just the why I'm not necessarily rooting for the disintegration of every conference, and I think that it's going to be a brutal cutthroat world in the years ahead as the SEC and the Big Ten consolidate. But one, you know, potential side benefit is I there's no guarantee the NCAA comes out of this with any power. I mean they. If you get big enough as the SEC or the Big Ten or you combine, why do you need the NCAA? Why are you sending them just millions upon millions upon millions of dollars? Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars.
3: I'll leave it on that note because I think you're absolutely right. Bill, let's get to some hoops here. Now, the NBA announced yesterday that it has fined James Harden $100,000 after recent comments in which he indicated he would not perform the services called for under his player contract unless he was traded to another team and referred to 76ers president Daryl Morey as, quote, a liar. An interview with Harden himself was a part of the NBA's investigation. The NBA PA, as you would expect, said it would file a grievance to an arbiter disputing the fine. Bill, buy or sell James Harden?
2: Deserved to be fined. Bye. Bye. And because the NBA hasn't enforced collusion and unwillingness to live up your contract, all of these things in the past doesn't mean that it's okay to keep doing it now. They're late to the game, but I like the NBA getting their act together and, and this has been by the way, I find this annoying in all in all sports, but especially the NBA. The system can't work. Smaller markets, and I come from the Midwest where the markets are smaller, and right? I'm from Iowa. I grew up sort of as a sports writer in Kansas City. It doesn't have an NBA team, obviously, but it's a smaller market. I saw the difference between being a Chiefs fan for folks there versus a Royals fan simply by virtue of how the CBAs that were in place. The NBA or any of these organizations that have smaller teams can't be successful if, they're st- if the players don't have to operate by the same rules. You just heard Jerry Harrison Jr. talk about how, how scouting matters. Yeah, to a degree, but you can't keep those guys in baseball if you're not the right market. And an NBA has a similar thing. So I have zero sympathy for star players who don't want to live out their contract. I just do. I don't care about their desires.
3: All right, Bill, speaking of baseball, let's get to it. After missing over seven weeks of action, the Angels have activated Mike Trout off IL as of yesterday. Now, Trout suffered a wrist injury back on July 3rd. The now 32-year-old Mike Trout has not played in at least 140 games in a single season since 2018. Trout is signed through the 2030 season. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that Mike Trout's 12-year, $426 million contract that he signed back in 2019 is more of a negative than it is a positive.
2: Buy. Yep. Buy. I think Mike, I mean, washed is a little strong. But Mike Trout's had some trouble this year getting around the old fastball. And I'm a little worried he's not even remotely the guy that he used to be. Can I give you an NFL, a surprise bonus NFL? Buy or sell? You can want a bonus NFL question? Buy. You know these stupid emails I get constantly from PR people and I get so angry? I do. I got a good one. Oh, let's hear it. She's got an NFL survey. I'm going to read you the stats and ask you a question. You ready? One in five NFL fans would dump someone for supporting a rival team. 40% would cancel a date to watch an NFL game. One in three... Say their sex life is affected by the outcome of NFL games. Twenty percent would name their child after an NFL player. Buy or sell this level of devotion of the National Football League is healthy.
0: Sell.
3: So, do any of those apply to you? Because I don't think any no. of them apply to me. No,
2: not I think a I would single... sell every single one of those. No. I, so I will admit that it does. it does. It, it, it does make me laugh. <laughs> because there's an old Sex in the City episode where Carrie or Miranda one of them is da- I can't remember who it is, is dating a guy and when his team I think it's the Yankees win no the Knicks when they win the sex is great when they don't he just wants to go to sleep and so they become the biggest Knicks fan you can't dump this it's not a big deal dude it's a person's beast I, I
3: did i didn't do anything
2: i think we all got here i didn't uh, do anything they uh so she becomes i don't remember which character the biggest Knicks fan I, I, on earth, and I just find it very funny. So apparently it's been a a truism. I mean, one in three say their sex life is affected by the outcome of NFL games? That's too much. Too much. I have immunity from that because I'm a Bears fan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any expectations. You're going to have a good season this year. Winning season for the Bears. What a weird... You would dump somebody for supporting a rival team.
3: I wouldn't be with my wife right now. We don't agree on any sports teams. You don't agree on. (laughs) (laughs) More than sports. (laughs) I stopped
2: myself.
3: All right. All right, But let's get back to baseball here. According to Crain's Chicago Business, White Sox chairman Jerry Reinsdorf is considering moving the franchise from its current location when the stadium lease with guaranteed rate field expires after the 2029 season. Possibilities reportedly include, include, quote, moving to a new stadium in the city or the suburbs, or even relocating to Nashville, end quote. Buy or sell the White Sox,
2: leaving Chicago. So this is going to make friends of mine mad, like Joe Musso, who's from Chicago, CBS Sports HQ, anchor, very talented guy. Because <laughs> he's from the South. Buy, I love it. Bye. Love it. A, Nashville's amazing, dynamic, energetic city that, that I think would be good for baseball to spread out. B, serves all those White Sox fans right for, for this is so unkind. I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah, let's. I'll take this city to myself. Watching those White Sox fans have to decide whether or not to be Nashville Sox fans or Cubs fans would bring me a lot of joy, Tom.
3: Now, how far, since I was just in Chicago, how much further would I have to travel to go see a White Sox game?
2: Oh, it's way down there. I mean, it's probably, sh- Chicagoans correct me here, but I would say, if you got on the train, haven't driven it, Tom. I actually did drive it once. Four times as far south as as Wrigley is north. Okay, wow. I mean, it's down there, out of the way. And I've gone to some Sox games. It's been like it was an interesting experience, and I enjoyed it. But it's just not the same. But it actually, I'm being a little. I'm not being facetious. I'm just being a jerk. It would be terrible for for, for that because, like, the South Side of Chicago is a very like that's a, a community, and people are proud to be from there. That is a South Side town, and. If Reinsdorf does that, he will be as hated as any owner that's ever moved a team ever. I was going to say, like, this has nothing to do with
3: Chicago not being able to handle two baseball teams, right? Like, it clearly can. Oh, it can.
2: Yeah. I mean, Chicago's a huge—it's a huge city. I do think, though, this is inevitable because you've got all of these burgeoning cities that are growing in population, that are economically very vital— that, that have money to spend you're going to see plays like vegas and nashville and other spots right austin in the next 10 15 years have have sports teams and, and they have to come from somewhere
0: it's time for no context buy or
3: sell all right bill buy or sell terry francona has been underappreciated in his managerial career that's your <laughs>
2: i need context I had a lot of context, too. I got, like, ten lines there. I'm just going to generally buy it. Buy. He's won, what, a couple World Series? No, one World Series. Two World Series in Boston. Two World Series in Boston. Yeah, buy. Bill, buy or sell
3: Lonzo Ball will ever be the player again that he once was.
2: Is this based on the sitting down thing? It is. I'm going to buy. I'm high on Lonzo Ball. Buy. Now we're in an era now where where I think especially he's not a big man. There is the... There's the science to try and maximize the potential to stay healthy for guys that have it.
3: All right, one more here, and it's right up your alley. Buy or sell Amazon using AI on its football broadcast this season proves we're in a simulation.
2: Ooh, sell. Sell. But it might Mm -hmm. be a stepping... I give you a simulation question and you sell it? Yeah, it might be a stepping stone toward um, the robots taking over, but I don't think it proves we're in a simulation. Those are different things, pal. If you didn't see, I threw my script up in there. air. S- I did see it. I also uh, told you exactly what question to ask, and you asked a different question.
3: I thought you went simulation.
2: Yeah, I did. It's okay. You Dear can, caller. You, you can call me the wrong name now. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> every time I ask you to do a specific buy or sell question, you don't do it. I'm I'm used to it. It's kind of like the bears affecting my sex life. I'm so accustomed to the, what's going on. It doesn't have any effect. I write
3: it down, but see, then I can't read my own handwriting.
2: I, I used to have that problem when I was a journalist. I'd come back with like no interviews. So I had to learn pretty quickly to develop a shorthand. It's a great talk today with Tommy. I've got some TV shows for Tom that he is going to tell us whether or not he's going to watch. I'm going to pitch some shows, and he's either going to thumbs up or thumbs down it like he's some kind of television gladiator competitor, and it's coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Cassert.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. You're listening to the Writer
2: Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bill Ryder. Hi, Tom. Hey, Bill. Happy uh, hump day, pal. Same to you. I
3: like that you're embracing it now. Let's go,
2: hump day. First day of school for the kids, big day. When does school start in Jersey? My wife starts next Monday. Monday. One thing I liked about living in the city in Brooklyn, if I remember this right, is I don't think school started until after Labor Day.
3: It's great. That's how it used to be when I was in school, but now it feels like everybody goes
2: back before Labor Day. Am I wrong? I thought kids got, I thought when we were younger you got three months off, but actually it's two months here.
3: Yeah, I think my wife is closer to like two and a half,
2: probably closer to two than it is to three. I mean, that's a bummer for, for kids. Yeah, Absolutely. On the other hand, what you realize once you have kids is, is – now, your wife's a teacher. This won't apply to you, but how do you actually – what do you do with your kids in the summertime?
3: Camp constantly? I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's the answer. That's what I did as a
2: kid. You did? Yeah, I went to camp just about every single week. Did you like it? Eh, all right. Uh, by the way, uh, driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal, and law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. I- I've got a few TV shows I want to throw your way, but 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 you just gave me a little update. You've watched episode three of Justified.
3: Yeah, I was off for like an entire week, and I managed to watch one episode of mm-hmm. Justified. That's, that's all I can muster up, one
2: episode. Are we still on the Justified train, or can you no longer justify it? Uh, it's
3: slowing down, but it is still very good. Like I don't know why it, the, the intrigue... Is not there as much, but it is a very good show. <sighs> I got to be honest with you. I can't lie to you. Tommy. Tommy. It's all right, a nice good team. show. It's not like the bear. The bear, uh, two episodes, I was done.
2: Okay. Uh, no judgment. No judgment zone. Um, all right. There's a new show out. Tried to watch it yesterday after I gave up on Hard Knocks. Also after I went and watched the final scene of 8 Mile because of Hard Knocks, which was really good. Again. <laughs> That show is Ahsoka, I think I'm saying it wrong, As- Ahsoka, Ahsoka, a was the Jedi Padawan of Anakin, and now, and she was in the Clone Wars, I haven't seen this, and now it's a live action show, and the actress is famous, and I can't remember her name, but she's a good actress, she was in Daredevil on Netflix, and I started to watch it, and I was just like, uh, I don't know, I think Star Wars, which I used to love, I think they ruined Star Wars for me, without bad all the been for like the last basically 20 years
3: uh, i'm glad i never started star wars then
2: see i just cut the
3: line you never st- you've you've seen star wars though all those words you just said about this show that you started to watch and then you didn't like it i have no idea what you're talking about you've never seen star wars no never i don't i i
2: no uh watching justified primeval city primeval there's two episodes left one of them is actually available it is both good, I enjoy it, like I look forward to watching it, and it's not as good as the original series.
3: Question about Primeval, is this just like a, a, like a mini-series, or is this, thought, yeah, to this be, just, thought to be like multiple seasons here?
2: I believe it's one. I believe it's basically eight episodes and it's done because the, um, the, the author, Elmore Leonard, who wrote the short story in some of the books that became justified, also wrote, this City Primeval, now, the City Primeval book, as I understand it, have not read his work, was not with Raylan Givens, but they just Im- inputted Raylan Givens to the story. But I think, it's, I think it's a one-off.
3: That makes me less inclined to watch it.
2: It's fine. I'm trying to think what else. The Bear, you said you rejected.
3: I did, and I got a lot of backlash for that, and I continue to get backlash for that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a, It also takes place in Chicago. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. It's a great show. All right, it's not your thing. Um, Which, by the f- way, real quickly, I Talk? think,
3: as we talked about this week, the elevated train situation in Chicago, I think that's where they filmed a lot of the Dark Knight movies, the trilogy. Yeah. I just put that together. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, they, they make Gotham kind of a Chicago meets Manhattan meets the DC universe kind of vibe.
3: That's kind of like the first thing I thought of when I saw all the elevated train tracks.
2: Are you a net? Sorry, a fantasy fan? Uh, not really. Because The Witcher's pretty good. No, I don't Just think so. Wrap that. Um, are you an action movie fan?
3: Yes. Very How much is so. Art
2: of Stone on Netflix? Then? Oh, I have no idea. You don't know? Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I thought you were going to tell me. Have you seen the original Wonder Woman? Yes. With Gal Gadot? Yes, she's in it. Four hours of that movie. It was a good movie. It was really long. It wasn't four hours. It was over three. There's no way it was over three. Yes, it was. I'm looking it up. It's three hours? Be. Yeah. Uh, it's it was one be hour worse. and two minutes. No, no way. Right, no I made that up. I, I made that up completely. <laughs> oh <No chance>. shit. <laughs> it was forty-one minutes long. You're wrong. Two hours long. Two hours and twenty-one minutes. That's kind of long. Well, it's not really three hours though. No, no, no. But but to you, that is basically a five-hour film.
3: Yeah, that's true. All right
2: you going to watch Justified tonight, a little Justified episode four? I think there's a good chance, yeah. There's a great episode where they rent a car. You'll love it. I don't believe you. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Tom. Thank you to Jerry Harrison Jr. I'm Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here tomorrow, hopefully, on CBS Sports Radio.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?